0: Hello everyone. Welcome back to another episode of the VA Hunting Bros. It's Lowell here and Eldon here. I'm Eldon. Lowell, welcome to the podcast. Thank you. Feeling pretty rough today, aren't you? I am not.
1: I feel well, you look better. pretty rough. <laughs> I always look rough. I feel true, much true. better after being sick a good bit this week.
0: Yeah. So I think the idea here is that we are going to talk through our Virginia season. We uh had a couple of episodes covering our stuff out in Missouri at the beginning of November, but then Virginia's season just ended uh a week ago, I guess. So
1: Sadly. Well, that's why I'm
0: sick. I feel like it was kind of about time, but I'm I understand sick that a
1: week after the
0: season went out. Yeah. Yeah. I'm pretty sure that had something to do with it Could be Heart sick or something yeah. yeah
1: But the good news is In just a mere nine months October the 1st opening day Coming right up isn't opening it Opening day baby Yeah And if we go find an
0: early opening state People keep messaging me be... Is that a sign that we shouldn't be podcasting right Probably. now Or that I should maybe mute everything or we should just get into it Yeah So what did we do when we got back from Missouri? I well, we kind of did some hunting and stuff <laughs> <laughs> How normally do I'm trying to remember, was there There was well, a week of muzzle <laughs> over there
1: I took notes I know you did I sat down, I have a legal pad full of oh, notes Yeah, lawyer mole. <laughs> this is the most prepared I've ever been for a
0: podcast <laughs> funny he doesn't even get this prepared for uh, our other podcast that's about what, what uh how he makes his living yeah, i guess this one matters more i reckon
1: no it, the the well i guess we should say at the outset that so the reason we're doing this is not for any grand uh oh no it's to thing. brag oh, is that it? no as what no. i want to do my goal with this podcast is i'm going to listen to it um before next year Yeah To remind myself Of all the things That I wanted to remember Exactly so Well we did that A little bit at the Before Missouri. we went to Missouri yeah, and, yeah, and it, it was Missouri actually Kind of helpful so. so That's my goal That's why I actually Have notes Because these are things I want to remember And I'm not sure that I'm really happy About Other people hearing These trade secrets No they're not Trade secrets But We do share Some permission On some land
0: So Yeah here. Yeah definitely yes, it, time to it is what it is to find a big lease that we can have all to exclusive. ourselves so that we don't have to worry about this yeah it doesn't matter no
1: we have public land we yep. have share permission properties and uh, if people can benefit from these then i guess they can yeah so, yeah we arrived home from missouri on on the 8th okay of november yeah because i looked <laughs> and that was a monday and then we came home sick my family me and my family
0: yeah you this and was a,
1: i've been sick twice this winter <laughs> this last week and then uh we were sick like through like the 11th which would have been that on Thursday. I know that I was, like, I, I just felt pretty bad. Yeah. And I was thinking, man, I really should get up in the, these mornings and at least get out and scout or glass fields or do something. And I just didn't
0: feel like it.
1: And I felt kind of stupid because it was
0: prime time. No, but it wasn't all that. You also had a family who needed you to help them through their sicknesses. Right, and we had just sicknesses. gotten back
1: from Missouri. We were gone for yeah. seven, eight, nine Dad days. Dad needed some help around the farm a little bit. Catch up with, on a few things. Yeah. Anyway, so we, according to our trail cameras, or at least especially this one spot, we had at least one shooter. But, but I think there were a couple bucks. Are you talking about spot, here
0: on our place, or are you talking down, down
1: the other way? Okay, Down the other yeah. way, on the 11th. Okay.
0: That was like a morning I think that's, that he cruised through there?
1: Yeah, like uh, 11 o'clock, 10, 10 or 11 o'clock daylight. So finally, on the morning of, of November the 12th, I felt good enough to get out. That was out. like the day before... It Rifle was still, season? Yeah, it was muzzleloader season. Yeah. And I came back from Missouri kind of with this thing. That I really wanted to still kill a Virginia buck with yeah. my bow. Well, it just and came
0: to you so easily out there. Just I kidding. Guess,
1: <laughs> uh, it's just, I don't know, man. It's, really, it's hard to switch from you, you hunt with a bow and you kind of all into that. Yeah. And it's just hard to go to... Yeah, muzzleloader. We basically had
0: one hunt out there, right? Yeah, one day. So I mean, I didn't feel that way, and it might have been partially because I for four days. Yeah, four or or five days. Maybe that made the difference. But I was more than ready to pick up a muzzleloader. I
1: just really wanted to kill a Virginia buck with my bow this year.
0: Fair enough. And
1: so I took the bow out, even though it was muzzleloader season. Yeah. That was Friday the thirteenth. And it was a real I remember it was a really good morning. There was um rain had just cleared out like at sun sunrise. Okay. Right around the time shooting light came and it was nice. And man, I saw like six bucks that morning and it was one of my best sets of the season. And I pretty much passed a decent seven pointer i think it's not quite
0: like he was borderline
1: yeah. line with the bow where <laughs> um, you were
0: you could see uh a I decent ways so that's how you saw the others quarters. yeah
1: yeah the others mostly would have been out of range but um it was just cool being able to watch deer and see I yeah mean, they were definitely moving that morning yeah two of those would have been
0: no doubt shooters right I mean you're right in the rut there and it was rut action wasn't yeah. it I mean yeah there yeah.
1: was like one buck um had a doe and there was another decent buck well at one point there were two bucks trying to get in on that doe Is this like stuff you see you know yeah. on youtube or in the
0: midwest in Iowa
1: <laughs> it's cool to see that in Virginia yeah and so then I got out of the tree finally and I was I told you And we need to get back down there. It's a good day. Buck's moving. Buck's going crazy. So we got back in pretty early, and then it was a pretty slow sit
0: that evening. I don't even remember where I went. or. Oh, yeah, it's coming back. I remember now. Back up. Yeah. Kind of on a ridge. Yeah, I know where I was now.
1: I think you saw a buck or two right at dark. A little buck.
0: Uh mizzou that i or think,
1: early
0: so. next morning? I think it, was it was the next morning was it okay yeah i saw a, a doe i think actually That'd it work. was but you could have shot no i think it was too dark no i think i just saw a doe but i can't remember if it was the it was next one you
1: could have shot a doe
0: yeah but i think it was the next I morning which was rifle season okay
1: Anyway. And then we bounced out, and we were like, well, let's just get right back
0: in there the next morning. Yeah.
1: I think I saw that same seven-pointer again that evening. I don't know if it gave me a shot, but I'm pretty sure it came. It was followed back up through. Did it
0: come through on that second trail maybe yeah. a little which ways? which
1: is pretty much where it went the morning. I think it. I saw it the morning and the evening.
0: Yeah. And it cruised through.
1: So, no, that was Friday the 13th. Saturday was opening day of rifle season. I think I had that. No, that was Friday the 12th. The 13th was the opening day of rifle season. We both hunted our stands again where yeah, we hunted yeah. that evening. Yep. I think I saw a
0: spike. Yeah, and I think that was the morning or the time I saw a doe up there. You
1: saw a doe. Yeah. Then I think we ended up just hunting around here in the evening just kind of going off a little bit yeah we didn't hunt Sunday
0: the fourteenth that so the 13th was kind of the end of my rotation. I right. took basically took two weeks off and uh, for the Missouri stuff and hunting around here some and so since you work for yourself. I didn't hunt as much you after that hunt but after
1: that very much. Yeah. And since I kinda worked for myself. <laughs> yeah. I hunted a whole lot more.
0: Yeah. It's it's different. I must be less responsible. No, no, it's the so nature of what we do.
1: I thought I might I don't know, basically so I hunted pretty hard the following week. Um I hunted like Monday morning, went back to that big thicket place where i had been hunting. I had good access there, that's why I get yeah. like hunted several yeah. times. Didn't see anything. So then I was like, well, I think I need a change of strategy or a change of scenery or something. I need to be out somewhere else. On I have so then I'm not sure what I did Tuesday the sixteenth. On the seventeenth, which was a Wednesday, I think. Uh, I finally I broke the rifle out just because I was like, this might be dumb. Well, <laughs> I, I, one thing I do like to do, especially if I don't have a really good lead, is I do quite a bit of still hunting and scouting and just walking around first thing in the morning, covering ground, and it feels really hard to do with a bow. Yeah, and if you have a rifle, it feels like you actually have a chance of killing something. Yeah, while, something can happen while doing that. I still really decently want to kill quickly. Them. So I think depending on my setup, I was thought, well, maybe I would take a bow if I felt like something was going to, you know, walk in close. Yeah. So I ended up passing that morning. I went to a place where I could see quite a bit, and a doe and an eight pointer walked up behind me i could hear it grunting a little bit and they came piling up like right behind me i could have shot him he was pretty good pretty good eight i was really close to pulling the trigger you remember i texted you like man
0: it's fascinating (laughs) i think i was doing that um lower area yeah yeah
1: he was a good enough deer that i backtracked where he went to then and i was like i kind of want to see him again yeah but then i never did so that was like so most of these hunts were morning hunts because i was taking dawson out in the evenings
0: yeah yeah
1: i'm not sure i might have hunted a few of these evenings but through this period of time i hunted a lot of mornings you did and then i would like at one point i was eight out of ten mornings
0: you were getting kind of cantankerous and low on sleep no i'm just kidding
1: it was a lot of mornings and yeah it was a lot of that. mornings yep kind of got used kind of had a morning routine and kind of yeah. got used to that another morning i'm not sure um i hunted back here on our neighbor's place i slipped in there and hunted with my bow see i think that was a place i was like what's well, close to that scrape yeah yeah pretty tight funnel but i don't remember which somewhere around the 17th here and or maybe that was like the 19th then that saturday which would have been the 20th i also still hunted that morning and i was going i was still hunting through some planted pines that's when I saw a buck probably an hour after daylight or
0: less. Yeah, yeah.
1: And that was a good one.
0: You were going to shoot him.
1: I was going to shoot him. He was At one point, he was walking along this river, and I was like, okay, wow. I actually saw him before he saw me. I got stopped. I got my gun up mm-hmm. on him, and he was walking, walking, walking. I'm like, oh, he's going to walk right by him. I'm going to shoot him. And then he turned, and the other way Is your phone ringing? That was my phone Okay Text message or something
0: Okay I thought I heard a bunch of buzzing like a phone call Not a big deal
1: And Anyways But it was He actually turned More broadside Okay And was like Paralleling Yeah it, but Right at about the right distance And I was like I think
0: 40 yards 30, 80 yards 35 Okay 30 to 40 Yeah Yeah
1: and like i was kind of i was up on him, track and track and track and he was moving in and out tree. Yeah. i think i could have forced a shot or two but i was like well he's going to this place where it's a nice big opening i yeah. just let him pop out and he popped out his head popped out i was just waiting for the rest of him. i literally <laughs> had my safety off and yeah yeah more step and he was dead it popped out and just something something Six cents.
0: Yep, and he like stopped. He was, and uh, a little you were bit. up window or whichever way is the right way.
1: <laughs> the wind was a little sketchy that morning. Okay. I didn't think that he smelled me for whatever reason. I know the wind switched yeah. at one point. Maybe he did, but I didn't think so at the time. You he was like, said yeah. Something. I was on the ground, you know, yeah. and I didn't have tons of cover. But anyway, he. He looked, boom, boom, turned, and just right back the way he came. He was like, man, I was so sick. And maybe you
0: were downright depressed. Yeah, I mean, you well, like you said, you would just done whatever eight out of ten mornings, and yeah, that's right. This was, was getting, a, this was towards the end of that streak, and the, yeah,
1: and I'd been on deer. It felt yeah. you know, it's just like it just hadn't quite come together. And now that morning, I mean, I, I just thought it was cool. I had a plan. I wanted to still hunt through this thing and um
0: it well, it's like we talk worked. about with Missouri. It's like you do all this hunting, all this time, yeah, and you might get one decent chance, yeah. Anyway, and and that was kind of how it felt like you was felt
1: like eight o'clock in the morning. I could have shot him. It wasn't yeah. that far off a field edge. I had to drive the truck to the field edge, drag him up the hill through. Him on we the back should get a truck. winch
0: for situations like that. <sighs> I guess, yeah.
1: So I I still hunted back the way he came, hoping to run into him again. And actually, that same morning uh i was still hunting along and i heard something behind me man there were deer moving that morning i can't remember how many i didn't write down but i saw a bunch hmm. eight or ten maybe that morning you
0: remember which day was it it was a
1: saturday the twenty twentieth. 20th okay that's, that's what i wrote down anyway yeah so then i had this another deer i was like oh i hear one coming and I s like got ready and saw antlers and he was coming right behind me he came down off that ridge from yeah. where that field is there's there are a few places they can really travel down so he came Kind of at an angle. Okay, it was a place. It wasn't as steep. Yeah, came down and crossed. And he actually crossed my ground, my trail. Uh, huh. And he he caught a whiff right when he did that. And I I had the safety off on him, man. I was almost <laughs> thinking you, to shoot him. Do you know him. how big he was? Like I, th- I think he was a seven pointer. Okay, but I don't think it was that same seven point Like yeah, in my mind he was bigger. Like yeah, he was really. Close to being shot, huh. <laughs> he seemed wider and wider than that other one I yeah, passed with the yeah. bow. Anyway, Interesting. He almost got shot, and I was like, nah, <laughs> uh, "I guess not." And so yeah. he, whatever, through, and I think he was—he could bump a toe around over there. I'm not sure what he did. Anyway, so that was a Saturday. That was a Saturday. So I was kind of i don't know it felt good that i was on deer now the other the really interesting thing about that spot and i was going to put this in my takeaways for the season but i'll just add it in here so if you think about that's that particular take spot, away. it's a strip of woods there's a river and there's a field and there's thick bedding on the other side of the river yeah now Think about the doe trails. The doe trails cross, you know, they're going to go from thick to field, like, you know, back and forth. The bucks I saw were running exactly, um, they were paralleling, crossing all the trails. Crossing the trails, trails, yeah. Cruising the river. The other one was cruising the ridge.
0: Doing exactly what they're supposed to do. (laughs) Yeah,
1: and I just think bucks cruising in the rut, they're going to just be crossing the doe trails. That's one thing I want to think about a lot this coming year is put yourself in those kind of situations
0: yeah because good things can happen yep especially i mean that's right at kind of the peak of the rut supposedly well i just think maybe a little
1: it felt like to me like i saw a lot of really good movement you know that whole week after we got back the 13th into the 20s yeah And it feels to me like our rut in Virginia, for whatever reason, is just a little bit later than... Than what we'd seen out in Missouri Missouri. or wherever. Like, that... And this is... I mean, that's the same thing could be said for other years. It just seems like that... 10th through the 20th is a really real and even later i guess but i'm just
0: thinking back to that big one you shot with the muzzleloader
1: that was on the second
0: that was yeah remember the second but i mean could just been some pre-rut activity yeah, I, mean, I mean
1: the rut is not a you know i know but i just think we see a lot of pretty yeah. good that's why that little bounce out to the midwest the first week of november is kind of i think it cows out that did sound like a cow didn't it um that's a kind of a good time i think for us because we can still bounce back and get a lot of good stuff yeah i think that makes sense on monday the 22nd i shot a good deer (laughs) i shot another one on the 18th of december and it's
0: pretty much the season there you go yeah wackity (laughs) wack you want to talk a little more about this too long when the
1: yeah, the 22nd, so that morning, here again, it was a rainy morning, the rain was supposed to quit, and I was going into this big, thick spot that I would hunted the edges of um, at the beginning of the week before.
0: But you were going down a way, like was, going, yeah. a little different end of it. Yeah.
1: And so I swam. You were going to go with me that morning. Yep. But then, for circumstances out of your control, you couldn't. So it was a little sketchy. It may or may not have involved wading a river in the dark and up to your, your earlobes, right? Close climbing over a, a, a log, and it was actually a little bit. Sketchy. It was pretty cold, wasn't it? Or not? Uh, it wasn't. I don't think it was below freezing that morning. Okay. It was kind of drizzly, and I don't know. It might have been in the forties or something yeah so I I actually I kind of it was too deep for me to go across in my boots I had to scramble up on a log which had crossed fallen across the river and yeah Yeah. whatever got across and got to the edge of this um, big thick area where you can see and I was going to climb a tree on the edge of there that was my plan but I, I guess with crossing the river and everything it was basically right at gray light when I got in there and like well i'm not sure that it feels like deer can move in on me anytime Mm -hmm. so i better stay down so i just stayed on the ground for a little while dug out lightaways so i could see to shoot when i went to climb up on the edge of this area and so finally and i had to go up and around because there's other creek
0: that's right it's kind of a gully you were telling me
1: this is my first time in this spot yeah
0: i've looked at it on the map a little bit
1: yeah got got over to the tree i was gonna climb and i was like you know i better have my gun on my back where i could shoot um and you know obviously safely Mm -hmm. Uh, so I, i always like popped the bolt up and so forth and uh so i started climbing the tree i think i was had put two sticks up and i was getting ready to put my third up okay. or something. i can't remember and i heard a doe, a doe snort and i looked you see that one and then there were there were two other deer with her and one of them was a pretty decent buck and they kind of ran back a little yeah. bit into the thick stuff where i couldn't see him i was like man i was kind of kicking myself because you know this is only two days after what happened to me on saturday yeah and then um they they couldn't they they kind of i don't know if they didn't see me or the buck was obviously onto the doe or the bucks i think it was two maybe
0: didn't you think that he saw you at some point well I'm he not knew sure. She was definitely up. did. Okay.
1: But I think he was maybe just reacting to her, but he was with the dough, so he wasn't quite sure. Anyway, I found I had a like one chance. And it was shooting down with some pretty thick stuff. So I didn't have the best most unobstructed shot in the world. But I was also really paranoid. How far was it? About thirty five yards. Yeah. Forty. I was also really paranoid about waiting too long to shoot and getting yep. it get away because yeah. that happened Saturday. So I probably forced a shot. There's some thick stuff that I shouldn't have. I shot, he ran off, and I don't think I hit him on that shot. Okay. Because I saw some brush that had gotten clipped by my, 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 my bullet. Huh. So He stopped.
0: I forgot that and little I detail. I
1: triangulated again. I couldn't, like, I could see his back and everything. Yeah. And you know, it was kind
0: of. It's kind of some grassy, grassy brushy stuff. stuff, yeah.
1: And that I shot, and he dropped. Well, he disappeared. I hoped he dropped. <laughs> it's so funny how you,
0: sometimes you're not sure. Well, anyway. especially when you flinch when you're shooting a gun, it's like you close your eyes and then they're gone. Yeah, and then you don't know what <laughs> happened. No. Not necessarily flinching, but the surprise of the shot, you can kind of lose them.
1: So I, I just quickly got down, like, a "Better, I'm going to ease over there and see what happened." Yeah. And um, I could see stuff wiggling as I got closer, and sure enough, I dropped him on that shot. I actually had to shoot him once more just to make. Well, I don't know if I would have had to or not, but yeah. I just if, went if they're there kicking or not, and
0: moving, I just don't like it and like end everything as as possible yep
1: so that was that that was a
0: little bit of a pain to get him out of there but
1: yeah so that was a that was a really nice deer he was he had a i'm trying to remember him yeah yeah and so i guess he was officially a nine-pointer but yeah pretty i don't even remember what his inside spread
0: was and he was a, a really really nice deer in case uh Lulls down it a little bit
1: here. <laughs> what probably are, my second biggest deer I guess you, ever? You
0: put a tape on him sort of uh, loosely.
1: Yeah, probably in the low 140s possibly yeah. if I did everything yeah. right. But I never quite know. Really really I just kind a rough nice deer from Virginia. Yeah. Yeah, pretty nice time length and Anyway, I was Pretty really massive
0: too. I mean, really yeah, a lot of tickled. mass.
1: Yeah, Um, he was not very wide. Yeah, I think that was one thing I remember. But yeah, decent mass. So I was very tickled. I I I almost I couldn't. I didn't have cell phone service in there, so I was gonna call call you and get me to get you to help muck him out. And then I decided, nah, I can do it myself.
0: (laughs) So I hope that our mics aren't picking up the four wheeler running around in the background chasing the cow dad's probably doing jumps and stuff with it could be knowing him just kidding
1: so anyway i was beyond happy and i just took my time um i was like well so i didn't call you i'm like yeah i think i can get him out myself yeah found a way out across the river and just sacrificed my has decided to get wet and yeah. forget the boots and wade through.
0: On the way out with the deer, it's a little easier to make that sacrifice. Yeah. <laughs> yeah.
1: But I just, I don't know, felt really good. I hunted hard and... Yeah, we were all, all... All of it had come to fruition, and yeah. so I just took my time, I enjoyed it, I took a bunch of pictures, and and nope. I didn't tell anybody until <laughs> I got, I was on the way back home, and I talked to my wife, and I did finally tell her. Yeah, I was trying
0: to decide if that was school. the morning that your wife was worried about where you were or not, but I think it wasn't, I think it was another morning.
1: Yeah, I stopped at school, and I called Dawson, got him to come out, okay. I didn't tell him yeah. what I and to talk to him a little bit, so I got to show him, and then... Yeah. Um, yeah, show you all, I guess, once I got here. Yeah.
0: No, we were stoked that it worked out. Uh, like, you weren't being hard to get along with or live with, but you could tell that... I just wanted to kill a deer. <laughs> well, I mean, you, you put a lot of work into it, <laughs> and it, uh it's just nice when something pays off like <laughs> <Finally>. that. <laughs> yeah.
1: The interesting... So, that spot or that area... Basically I found it I punched in there one morning in July, I think. Yeah. Or August. And I took you back in there the first part of September.
0: We hung uh, a camera in there, we right?
1: Hung a camera in there got a buck like the very first picture. Yeah. That we haven't caught out of that. So Which that was the one that our friend, friend shot. Stephen shot. So it's I don't know. If, if that was kind of interesting, it felt like scouting and stuff kind of paid off and yeah i remember surprise like some, surprise well it does seem like i have done a whole ton more scouting in the last <laughs> two to three years than i ever have before yeah, in my no. life and i don't know i guess it, it's just helped me get more lucky
0: <laughs> yeah well when you when uh how's that saying that when opportunity meets I forget. Basically, hard work pays off. Yeah.
1: Well, it it doesn't always pay off in the form of shooting yeah. a buck, but a, nine times out of ten, it's gonna put you a whole lot more in the game than if you didn't. Yeah, you have There's, a lot more chance of
0: getting lucky or shooting a deer if if you're doing yeah, all that the, just goes the for things. Just
1: being out there, man, you're bound to see something. You're gonna see a deer cross the road. You're gonna see a yeah. buck. I mean, that's on what happened doe. in
0: Missouri. I mean, something. You're gonna yeah. see
1: something that's gonna help you. I mean like that that buck that ran up on me that almost shot that eight pointer. I mean yeah, I was kinda of lucky. I was at a place where I could see a long ways and he came up behind me, he and the doe. But just being out there if you're at home you're not gonna see that kind of thing. Yep. So that was a, then it was the week of Thanksgiving. That was like the Monday before Thanksgiving and you know, I I did hunt some more but I did take uh, foot off the gas a little bit. My family, I've been you well. Know, I'd you been hunting at some a point in
0: here, you started taking Dawson quite a bit evenings. Yeah,
1: I was taking him a lot through. The he kind of caught
0: the bug this year. He yeah. really wanted to kill one. So
1: I kind of concentrated on trying to get him on a deer. Yeah. And in the evenings, it worked out good to take him in the evenings and hunt yeah. in the mornings. But I didn't hunt as much right around Thanksgiving. And stuff. We did. We did some. We I mean, did some. I'm sure you did. Yeah. I don't remember everything we did. I don't remember everything was either. Terribly noteworthy. Happened. Was that
0: when I shot the doe? At some point, I shot probably. a doe on a
1: Saturday. That would have been a doe day.
0: Yeah.
1: Maybe the first. Uh, maybe one day. I think maybe it was back the back second in in doe day. Yeah,
0: I'm not sure. No,
1: nah, it was probably it was a Saturday.
0: Uh, yeah, I know it was a Saturday, you know, but some, I don't remember which one.
1: It might have been right after. The Saturday after I shot that buck,
0: yeah, I'm not sure.
1: Anyway, so I think that I was like, "Well, I'm just I'm not going to hunt quite as much in the mornings once we moved on into December." But I wanted to kind of prioritize a second rut period of time and do yeah. some kind of almost hunt like it was November a little bit, which I don't think I quite accomplished that, but um. I did hunt some mornings during that period of time in December. I'm not sure if they really, really paid off. So, what am must You just want me to tell you about the last year I killed?
0: Yeah, I think that's about what we're down to here.
1: <laughs> uh, so then, like the week, basically a week before Christmas on the 18th, uh, I was trying to. So it, it was kind of. We weren't really on anything. Our cameras had kind of... Dried up. Dried up. Or we're getting, we were getting some
0: nighttime buck pictures. Yeah. And yeah. But it was kind of hard to... I'm trying to remember how everything Yeah, I mean, We were
1: just monitoring things, and it didn't feel like we had a really good opportunity to kill something.
0: Yeah. Didn't we get some pictures later on, like when we pulled cameras that weren't cell cameras that were kind of cranking up around then but at night as well i'm um, trying to remember like there maybe. was that one, the uh, one at that place yeah i don't know maybe i could be wrong
1: anyway so but I, I was trying to think okay it feels like it's been a long season a lot of pressure do you yeah. definitely back off the fields and the easy hunting and they're so where are places where they're going to be where they've been undisturbed and yeah i did think about a place well a friend we probably
0: i think we might as well mention you know we do have dog hunting around here too Right. so that was also part of where would a deer go to
1: yeah and the dogs kind of bug off from them. always they're not supposed to run them on other people's land without permission but yeah, you it happens. can't tell a dog where and where he can and can't yeah. travel, so they do spill over onto other people's land and whatever. Yeah. It just happens. So it feels like daytime deer movement, once we get on into rifle season a little bit, just comes to a screeching halt. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Even right here around our place where we don't have so many yeah. uh, dogs, it feels like that. There's a lot of pressure. It's in their DNA. So I'm looking for. Maybe pockets of thick, really thick stuff or stuff got gotten pushed back in So I checked a few weeks earlier with a friend of mine who owns about 40 acres of thick stuff. And I thought, you know, that's an interesting spot,
0: I bet you. It kind of had the uh, connection, several connections in it or yeah. along it.
1: <laughs> but it was thick enough where I felt like stuff could get pushed back into. Yeah. And Hopefully kind of undisturbed from other hunters and dogs and whatever. Yeah, yeah. So I just slid in there one... It was a drizzly, rainy Saturday evening. It was like, a well, horrible I was evening. to ease into this spot and see what there is to see. Yeah, yeah. And see what sign or whatever. I had a camera along. I thought I could hang that. So I was easing in, and I ended up... It was. On the late side, really, I was going to go maybe back to this other spot I wanted to get to. On the way in, I found a like a pretty fresh scrape. This was on December the eighteenth. So I'm thinking, hmm, second rut action, mm-hmm. you know, whatever. And I'm also thinking, don't go past obvious stuff looking for other stuff. Like, yeah, just
0: stop trying to learn my lesson. it's easy when you have a place in mind and you're going in exactly you're just going to
1: that place and then it was it was getting late enough I was like you know what there's no way I'm going to get to where I was thinking about going I'm going to just position myself where I can shoot um, the trail where this scrape is on and a a sharp transition area between some really really thick stuff and these pines that I was still hunting through also, so I started, I uh, slid up this hill. The trail ran along the bottom, and there, it was little like a pretty steep hillside, I want to say 60, 70 yards wide. I think that's about right. There was right. a creek and a trail at the bottom. The scrape was there, and then this really abrupt transition of cover up on the top. Mm-hmm. And the the woods where I was were, were dark, like piney woods, but you could see through them at least in spots mm-hmm. so and i was easing up this hill where i could kind of watch both of those and i caught a glimpse as i was still hunting through and i was like i'm pretty sure that's a deer and i stopped for a while and then i never see anything more of it well i better not go in there much farther i better just kind of set up here i think i went maybe a little bit farther and it was getting on towards darkness and said, so, well, I should grunt just for, like, you know, why just not? in case, yeah. So, soon after I did that, um, I caught movement again and it was a deer, it was a doe. I think it was a deer I saw and it kind of piqued its interest that I grunted. And it kind of worked its way, maybe, I don't know, it was trying to circle me a little bit, get down into me or what. Anyway, it kind of worked in ended up seeing me in and um blue okay. and bounded off. Yeah. Now used to have been I would have been like really disgusted. And you jumped up and started stomping ruined. and you know. Um So fun fact, um that was the third deer well, never mind. Let me go on with my story and then I'll come back <laughs> to that. Okay, so I was like, okay, dead blue, what am I going to do? So I said, you know what? I have nothing to lose. I grabbed my grunt call, and I started making, like, tending grunts and walking pretty loudly through the – it was pine needles and stuff, so it was hard to make a lot There's of racket. There's
0: some and stuff, too.
1: But I was trying to make some noise. May walk another 15 or 20 yards. And I kind of paralleled that transition. Yeah. And I was like, well, you know – Deer snort all the time. Um, does snort at bucks. Maybe they'll, maybe deer, you know, if there's a buck in the area and I do that, maybe he'll think there's another buck over here. She's yeah, snorting yeah. at him. Getting darker, darker, darker. Caught movement on, off to my right on that transition. And it was a deer. then it came a little bit closer. Said, oh, it's got antlers. And I was like, oh, that's actually a pretty decent deer. And then I was like, man, should I shoot, should I not? And it was moving, like it wasn't stopped. But it was, and it was just walking right down that transition back towards where the doe had run Hmm. and had snorted. And so it took me just a little bit to, because I decided, you know what, I've already shot two bucks this fall. I shot one in Missouri and I shot The other one, I don't need to kill a buck just to kill a buck. Like, if it's a nice, uh, decent yeah, buck, I'm yeah. going to. But if it's just a borderline deer or one I'm not quite sure I want to shoot, them I'm let it pass. And then I saw, you know what? The thing, it's got mass. It's it's a good deer. I should probably shoot it. <laughs> yeah. Especially because we live in our part of the world not Iowa. So, and by that time, I had, it, it had gotten about, so far past me, I had to move my gun. So I was rested on a tree on, like say this side, and I had to lift my gun up, get around the tree. Yeah, come move back, to the other side of the down tree. Down the tree on this side, on the left yeah. side of the tree. And when I did that, he caught movement right as I got was getting down. But it was it I was guess too maybe, late. Maybe I had learned from my other lessons. And, um, like I like better not give him more time, yeah, so I shot him, yep, you did. I came right down on him, and I didn't, yeah, I didn't give him a lot of time, and he went running off, and I wasn't quite sure I was pretty sure I'd made a good shot, and it was only probably thirty yards or so, and then... Yeah, worked up still before dark where he was, and he had I shot, made a really good shot on me, maybe went 30 yards and piled up. Drug him out, and.
0: And then you told me you shot a little dough? Yeah. I had to clear leg a little bit. I can't believe I fell for it because I should have known better. But anyhow, <laughs> I was like, "That's the nicest antlers I've ever seen on a doe." Yeah, I,
1: I specifically told you I wasn't going to shoot a deer back in that spot because yeah. it was Saturday evening and it was a bit of a pain to get yeah. one out, and so so. I don't know. I, I guess. Um, I was tickled. Not, I guess it wasn't like I had scouted this area or knew.
0: It was your first time in there, right? Yeah. yeah.
1: But I think the, the things that I, that made me feel good that I'd done the right thing yeah. was, okay, yeah. look for spots maybe where deer had been pushed to. So I kind of thought through that. And then, you know, I saw, I saw well, I didn't go too far. I stopped when I should have, like, instead of blowing back in farther and blowing things out and i saw that one deer but i was able to see her and stop before she saw me and then she had she did end up spooking and then you know just actually set up at the right spot where yeah. you could work at yeah. transition so that's interesting uh, that's that trying to think if i had anything yeah so what are your takeaways for the season that's what that's those are the the deer we killed
0: yeah i don't know i mean the probably the same one i generally have I i do enjoy hunting i love it but but for me it's like i'd about as soon take that week two weeks and hunt really hard and not be done but like um yeah I don't know, but yeah, the the end season, looking around, finding something that's active and actually happening versus yeah. going based off of what we've done for thirty years or eh, maybe yeah. not that long, but
1: I guess um, one thing I was that that buck. He was an eight pointer, yeah, pretty decent mass. He wasn't as big as the
0: first one I killed. I would have whacked him in him. a heartbeat too.
1: Right, he was. I I think. <laughs> I mean, he was probably what I think I threw a tape on him. What was a mid mid uh, upper twenties, yeah, or something. But man, in our part of the world, those are pretty no good kidding. deer. He yeah. had good
0: mass. I think he was. He might have even been a two year old. <laughs> probably not. Now you were looking at much. teeth on some of these deer.
1: Yeah, I just started getting into that. I'm gonna hopefully do Still better. Still a
0: little confusing, but to follow. yeah. And, and, in the future but yeah. I'm trying to learn I, I mean
1: I've, he had to be at least three and a half but I bet you he's four and a half yeah. or older just going about the mass on his antlers yeah so what were your takeaways takeaway, I just wrote a bunch of stuff down okay um so I was you know I was talking about the snorting that doe snorting yeah every buck I killed this year the one in Missouri the two in Virginia had deer snort. Had snorting nose. Yeah, I killed, him, yeah. I killed him, every single one.
0: Interesting.
1: And now the the middle one I killed, the biggest one in that cut. Yeah. Over, like he 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 was with her when she snorted. Yeah. The other two times they weren't, but he knew something was up, but he wasn't quite sure. But my, my point is, just because deer snort doesn't mean you're... no Maybe, yeah, if they blunted the food plot up or whatever, Yeah, know, yeah. But in timber, you know, deer snort, man. It's a like,
0: communication mechanism. It's not yeah. like they're saying, and they, ah, they, get out of here.
1: Like, they don't know that, oh, there's a human over there, that deer snorted. Well, they don't know. They don't know yeah. if it's a coyote. They don't know if it's a buck or whatever. Yeah. And so... You know, did my grunting and walking, did that make him come in? I don't know, but sure didn't hurt he anything. He came in, yeah. <laughs> you know, it's probably ten minutes later or something. I don't know. If, so anyway, just because deer snorts or a doe snorts, yeah. whatever, doesn't mean your hunt is over. That was one one of my takeaways. Um i really was trying to think about the second rut this year in december you know we saw it on our cameras we saw it on scrapes they open back up yeah yeah the rut is like it's not for two weeks in november and then it's over forever more like there's more activity so and if you aren't out there you're not going to see it yeah and it's not the same like i think i i thought well if i hunt hard like i did during the during the november period of the rut then you know cut this heater off i'll see as many deer and i didn't like morning hunts like it it is different it's not the same but you know it's still a worthwhile time I have here mornings, mornings, mornings. Yeah. You know, it's like necessity. Like, I kind of had it worked really well with my family this year to Yeah. Hunt. You can hunt mornings. You're not away from your family for as long
0: because they're sleeping. Huh. All they the deer don't. I killed were in evenings. So I'm an evening person. Well, I
1: killed two of my bucks in the evenings too. <laughs> no, I'm just too, kidding. But I just think that Yeah. mornings are really good for rut Yeah. And I really, I kind of have a love-hate relationship with hunting mornings because yeah, it can I know. be a drag. But I just think that well, it's can really, really hard to really drag yourself out of bed consistently. Yeah, day after yeah. day. But I do think you see a lot of really good movement in the mornings. Yeah, and that's kind of a theme I'm picking up on other podcasts. It seems like more and more people are. I wonder if you know the outdoor media world hunting food plots that's just a different thing you're gonna see more evening movement on those things but for the rest of us who live in the real world mornings
0: I don't know I remember Mark and Terry killing some big old bucks on in the mornings (laughs) yeah maybe rising moon they used to always Um, talk about that
1: another note I have and I thought this was really interesting but when the rain is clearing out
0: like after
1: a period after of a showers period of rain yeah like an all-night rain or whatever um the first buck i killed it was kind of drizzly and whatever that but it was winding down that morning the 12th that i saw really really good movement mm-hmm. saw a bunch of bucks that was after some rain, right after rain was clearing out especially when that period of time coincides with normal morning movement man yeah be in the woods but it's like
0: it's like they hunker down for the rain or something and then yeah. they they have extra energy afterwards or something i
1: just think it's a great time to be out there the yeah buck, the buck I, the last buck i killed was in the evening but it was a drizzly evening. yeah yeah it wasn't we had had some periods of rain that day but it was light at the time i just think that's a really good time to be out so mm-hmm. i definitely want to think about that uh midday movement around a full moon that was one of the things um there was one there were two days right around the full moon when on our cameras we had three shooter bucks between 10 and two hmm. like two in one day and one the day before i think interesting
0: was that up here or was that down there uh, both okay one back there
1: yeah and one on that ridge that place I never hunted but we ran a camera all year there was a oh, really yeah. nice buck
0: in there oh yeah I remember now the middle,
1: yeah. I think it was that was was at 10 o'clock
0: and then do you know what the dates for that was this year Uh do that full moon was,
1: it was like right around the full moon I can dig back through on the dates it's fine I was just it's curious it's fascinating to me and then I have a friend in Pennsylvania Devon And he had a 10-pointer on camera that same, like the same day. I think I
0: remember you talking about that, yeah.
1: These are, some of them are cell cams and some are regular cams. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, is that a coincidence? I don't know. But next year, during the rut in November, I think some midday hunting right around the full moon is definitely something we should do. Or
0: all-day hunting, yeah.
1: Yeah, but like this year something happened during that period of time I mean, interesting it's just anecdotal but i'd hey, like to find give out yourself a few more
0: data points with a bow
1: yeah that's one thing that running cameras can kind of maybe help you pick up on some of those things yeah um a couple more things I, a spot or two um i had i guess maybe yeah it was more than one Uh, We just ran cameras all year. Like, just put a camera in there. It was like a spot man I thought about hunting before. You can learn a lot by doing that, even if you don't hunt it. Just let the camera run. Yeah, right. As long as it's
0: actually taking pictures. Yeah.
1: (laughs) I'd like to do more of that next year. Find these, you know, spots and just let it run. And there was another place and this is my another point i had it's like don't give up on a spot too early just because you didn't see signs so we i scouted it last year right after the season found what i thought was a good primary scrape went in and hunted it in the middle to later part of october and it just didn't look that great so i've ended up pulling the camera the camera i think a bear had messed or, went okay. in or something and wasn't taking pictures anyway and I pulled it and that was the last time we were in there. Well, we went in there a couple of weeks before the end of the season. And it's like, well, I'm just gonna still hunt through here and scout it, whatever. That place it had some sign in it. Um and I wish we hadn't given up on it. So We
0: rehung a camera there, didn't we then? No, I don't think so. Oh, that wasn't back
1: it, here? No, that was down the other way. Okay, sorry. So, my note to myself is don't give up on a spot just because you don't see sign yep. early, like, you know, in October. It might be a good rut spot. It just, like, I really wish I'd had a camera there all through November. Some of and I those just things maybe change too
0: early. when the leaves go down. And,
1: well, and, and crop rotation. Think yep. about that spot yep. specifically. The crops are completely, That that was an area that was on fire last year but it seemed deader this year. Yeah, the crop rotation was completely different. Now, really interesting to see next year when the crop rotation goes back. Yeah, might go back the other way. This isn't soybeans and corn. This is other kind of crops, but it can't be too specific. (laughs) (laughs) But um, I'm really curious. And so it also seemed like that the other place i ended up doing a lot of hunting in that general area that seemed to be the spot that was on fire this year i'm really curious next year Mm -hmm. is it going to go back yeah you know but that's also something just being out there watching seeing sign, yeah uh, helps you learn and the other interesting thing about this so this year there were no acorns so like that spot around the camera no
0: no no no. you need to say it right They're acorns acorns whatever
1: (laughs) um the spot around the camera we had a couple of decent bucks on it but not what i was expecting but real, it felt like an aberration i think on a year with a decent acorn crop i really feel like that camera will be in a better spot especially early season yeah so i guess you just got to run them on both years and whatever yeah and my final thing takeaway um scrapes i want to do a better job like i'm just into scrapes man i just think scrapes are cool Well, that's
0: what you've but that's what you said last year um after you shot that big one over the scrape
1: yeah and i did specifically kill a deer over a scrape this year but,
0: but it keyed you in on some um, activity for sure.
1: So I want to do a better job of hunting over scrapes in October this this coming season. And I, was, I made a mock scrape in front of that one camera. It was... We had, we had tried to scratch a little scrape in September. Yeah. And then it the, didn't have a good looking branch, whatever. So I... cut off i don't know half a tree or whatever and i jammed it up in some place and it hung all these little branches with leaves right at the perfect spot like i just jammed it up in there it's still there right now yeah actually i guess we took the camera off of it and um but deer really really worked that thing and so i want to do more of that yeah and one thing I noticed um, that spot uh, but if you notice around here deer really like to scrape under trees that hold branches or hold leaves beech hmm. trees and southern red oaks
0: interesting I found I hadn't a, that.
1: just last hmm. week or a week and a half ago I found there were scrapes on this field edge but pretty big like for field edge scrapes I actually hung a camera there hmm. It was under a southern red oak tree. It was, and that was the tree on that field edge that still had leaves. And I just think, I think they get there. They can rub their nose and their yeah. glands on their face or whatever, a little easier up in those leaves, and they really like it. Yeah. So I would like to do some more mock scrapes this coming year. I really think we could do ones that would help us. Not that he's just going to make a box scrape and deer is going to come in here and shoot it, but I think if you incorporate it into well, especially mary, if where there's can, already
0: deer, um, especially if you can put a camera on it and get a you know, get uh, pinpointed pictures like they're coming here to do, yeah, do this here,
1: yeah. But it was just really cool. We made that one scrape. And we had, I don't know how many different bucks work that scrape. Yeah. Including some in daylight. Yeah. And I just think you could replicate that in other areas.
0: Yeah. That would be interesting.
1: But that leaf thing, I think, is definitely something. Man, it's a long podcast.
0: Yeah. I was just making sure I was still recording. Also, my little niece would like to see me, so... <laughs> Are you about done? I'm about done. Pretty much. I'm, I'm pretty my much goals done. For
1: this coming year, I, I really, well, actually, so I killed a deer in December this year. i really like to kill a deer in October, a buck, I mean, uh, in October with my you bow. You shot a doe
0: in October this year with yeah, your bow. Yeah,
1: I was, I, this whole October deer hunting thing, trying to figure out where they're bedding and stuff. I just want to be able to figure that out. I don't feel like I have a good handle on it. I I feel like I can kind of get on deer during the rut, figure out travel corridors and some stuff like that. But I would like to do better this coming year at that. Um, Get permission. We've got to get more permission. We are so locked into... I would, I would have to call you
0: and I have to talk. What? Okay. <coughs> yeah. I would uh, really like to get something across 29 at some point. Just like I've, I've heard people talk about deer just behave differently over there where dogs can't be ran. I don't know if it's necessarily all that, but I'd be curious.
1: <laughs> yeah. I just think, I mean, that's one of the simplest things you can do to probably get yeah. more deer is the more places you have the better your options well, and you especially, can hunt your best spots yeah we have for 20 years we have kind of had this like this is our hunting area and this is our these are our options yeah, and yeah. we're just go here time and time again yeah well this year we actually got some permission and hunted some different spots and yeah. killed some deer and now I think we can replicate that in a lot of other places. And the majority of the time, when you stop and talk to people, even if they tell you no, that's not like... Like, I don't really enjoy it, but yeah. people are generally well, like nice about it. it's not like these suburban
0: archery hunters here calling the cops that's on right. you. <laughs> yeah.
1: At least. Yeah. So I just think that's one of the easiest things we can do to... Yeah. To uh, increase our number of spots and probably... Kill Makes more, sense.
0: Kill more near.
1: Yeah. So those are kind of my takeaways. I probably forgot something, but
0: Well that's what the podcast between now and November will be about. Just wanna
1: keep learning, man. Figure this stuff out. Yeah. Well, I don't think we'll ever quite figure it out, but no, as long as you're learning it's just, and
0: improving, it's just fun. I feel like that's it's just fun to be out there. <laughs> and improving is the name of the game. Yeah, within reason, I think. But anyhow. All right. Any final uh, words, or should yeah, we just wrap we'll it up here? Okay, we just crossed one hour, so we can go ahead and whack this off.
1: <laughs> yeah, we better head. I'm excited for getting out and scouting and
0: doing some let's shed hunting. We
1: we still have some cameras out. We'll keep running them for a little while, see yeah. when shedding starts. And the good thing is, um, we had some pretty nice bucks, really nice bucks, on camera during the final like week of the season. So I, I really feel like we should have some pretty some pretty nice deer around. Hunt. Yeah, yeah. We didn't actually kill. a Buck up here on our. I
0: shot at that one with my muzzle on over on our farm. Yeah. Um, I assume you didn't kill it.
1: I think we might have got some pictures of it. We later looked on. enough.
0: If, if I did, it sure went a long ways or right. crawled into no. a hole. So
1: we should have some. And and here again, up up here our way, crop rotation is probably going to change again next yeah, year. True. Instead of beans, it's going to be corn and yeah yeah. I shot that decent deer last year on a corn year in that pinch just saying
0: <laughs> true true true
1: anyway we have a decent amount to be excited about i think we actually yeah. could have some really big deer to chase
0: i'm happy for some hundos just a couple of hundos yeah, no nah, i mean i'd shoot a two hundy in a heartbeat don't get me wrong <laughs> All right. Well, thanks for listening. If you made it this far, bless your heart, and uh, we'll be back with another episode when we when we do another one. See ya. See ya.